Well, here we are back from Comic-Con. Rashi, did you have a good time? No. Well, how come? I thought, this count crap. I thought I saw you having a good time. You were running around the floor screaming about something. Everybody there was stinky. Oh, is that what you were screaming about? Yeah, there's too many people. I'm always screaming. Some dude put some weird stuff in my Kool-Aid and tried to get me to wear a cape and meet him in the DC booth. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. They really need to lock Dan to deal up. Oh. <laughs> well, that might have been Dan or it might have been one of his legion of mini imposters. But yeah. I, I thought I did see you with water balloons and a cake of soap. That's um, every day, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hmm. <laughs> Hosing down the nerds, huh? Congratulations on your ink pot. Thank you. You didn't know it was a good nutcracker, did you? Uh, you've been cracking nuts with it? Absolutely, Daddy. Oh, boy, that explains the dance. Yeah. Hi, this is Paul Dini, and Misty is running around rehearsing a new routine with her girls. So they will be in and, up, and about, but I'm kicking things off here. So it's me and Deuce sitting on the couch, uh, and we're giving you our Comic-Con rundown. Well, well, guys, we came to the end of another one, didn't we? Yeah. How long were you guys there? Uh, for, for the whole thing, pretty much. We left thing. a little early Sunday because of uh, work issues, uh, yeah. because we had to be up really early the next day. But... Uh-huh. Yeah, we were there from preview night on. Wow, wow, you're hardcore suckers just like me. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. Um, we, uh, Misty and I drove down. We actually, uh, I was a, a guest this year, and that was really nice. I guess this yeah. is like the fourth time I've been a guest, and uh, and it was really, really lovely. I mean, I really had a great time. Uh, I bet. The first time I was a guest was like in 92, and I couldn't believe they would ask, you know, me to, to be a guest. And then... A few years later, like 96, 97, we, uh, they asked me and Bruce Tim. I guess the animated series had been taken off by that point. And then I was a guest a few years ago. I was, it was like sometimes you're a guest of the convention and you're a guest of the publisher. So I was a guest of the publisher, DC. Mm-hmm. You know, I, was, I, was, I was sort of like, there, you know, come there to meet me, that sort of thing. So, uh, but, uh, and then... Uh, but it was still it was still a lot of fun, and this time was uh, again it was me and Bruce down there, and we were doing. Um, and I was very honored to go, and uh, one of the panels we did was the 21st anniversary of Batman the Animated Series, yeah, which was uh, really terrific. That was a full house. Were you there for that? No, I couldn't make it in. It was so full. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We, were I, turned, we were turned away at the door, and there's still a line of people just hoping to get let in. Wow. Yeah. And, they, and I think they had about a thousand seats for that room or so. Oh yeah, maybe more. I think that I think there were actually more. But uh, um, I know that uh, it was it was something. Gary Mariano put it together. He moderated the panel, and mm-hmm. uh, and you look out of the sea of people, and there are all these like young parents now who come up to us with their kids and say, you know, I was uh, I, I watched your show when I was a kid. Now I've got kids. And <laughs> I'm going like, man, where does the time go? I, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's been 21 years since the uh, anniversary of that show, yeah, but I, if they had a kid when that show aired, then they'd be drinking age now. Yeah, you know, now I'm uh, I'm taking my grandkids to see it, and it's like <laughs> I feel like the same, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't had any kids that I'm aware of, and uh, um, and uh, and you know, it's sort of like uh, either I'm in this weird little time warp, or I don't know, whatever. But uh, it's it was just it was really nice to be. Uh, Back with Bruce, uh, Tim, Eric Radomski, and Alan Burnett, and yeah. just talking about you know the show and and 
it's nice that the show has not been forgotten, that it's sort of always sort of out, out there as a high watermark. With, of... with the number of Batman animated shows out there, this is still the one everyone refers to as the animated show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, sort of like, yeah, there have been other Mickey Mouse cartoons, but there's only one Lonesome Ghosts or yep. Clock Cleaners or Steamboat Willie or whatever. This is the, the high point of it. So, uh, I mean, every other show that's been along... Since then, it's been fine, and the new one, oh, yeah. Beware the Batman, looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I haven't had a chance to watch it, because I've been running around the last few weekends, <laughs> but I talked to Glenn Mirakami at length. We walked into the uh, 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 the Superman party together, and we were talking about it, and he's been having a lot of fun. It's kind of a, he said it's it's been kind of a, a you know, like, like with every show, you know, it's been kind of a killer getting it underway and mm. figuring out, you know, how to translate the, uh, you know, Glenn style, the style kind of created by not only the animated series, but the subsequent shows like um, Batman Beyond and, and, and everything else kind of into, you know, the CG world. But from what I've seen, it looks like he's done a, you know, a really great job. Some of the characters look really cool. So, but I just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch any of it. I barely had a chance to sit down and watch any Hulks. Oh, yeah. In fact, they showed uh, Hulk and the Agents of Smash at uh, Comic-Con, 1030 on Saturday, and I got cold feet suddenly. I didn't want to go. I see it. Was, it well, Jeff was hosting the show, so uh-huh. and if he had asked me to be there, I would have been there, you know, happily. And uh, and there were a lot of guys from the audience from our show sitting in the audience, but there was something I knew it would be a big show, and I and I and I, and I kind of have trouble about about crowds anyway. Mm-hmm. But I um, I also felt like it's our baby, and if I didn't want to. I'll sit in the middle of the crowd and then, you know, one thing here, people, you know, if they're not digging it, if they're saying so. But the other thing is I just don't want to sit in a crowd of people and, you know, watching them text. And yeah. That would be even worse if somebody, yeah. I look over there, there's somebody playing Angry Birds, somebody else adjusting, you know. They're just waiting for the next panel. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> over there adjusting their Doctor Who, you know, scarf. Mm-hmm. And then three other people just texting, watching some cartoon, just waiting for you know, a uh, Game of Thrones panel to be, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it was, um, so, but I heard that it went really well and I heard everybody was laughing and they were into it and they loved Seth Green as A-bomb. And I got to nice. say, I showed four episodes to my nephew and he just thought A-bomb was da bomb. Like, because <laughs> he is so funny and Seth is so personable. Everybody in our cast is great. Yeah. Fred Tatashore as Hulk is, nice. is the rock from which everything springs. Red Hulk uh, by Clancy Brown is. Oh, he is awesome. He's great. He's, he's so just so amazing. So funny. So funny. He's like, if the Republicans could get their shit back together as a party, if they embrace the Red Hulk as their symbol, they should get rid of that <laughs> elephant and throw and make Red Hulk nice. the symbol of the I'm the guy you need. You know, they should make him the symbol of, of the Republican right because he is yeah, such an entertainer. Already for... red. You know, yeah, yeah. You know. We'll make every state a red state. <laughs> yeah. A bomb, like I said, is great. Eliza Dushku is just wonderful as She Hulk. She's so she's funny and she's one of the guys. Ben Diskin is as Scar. It's wonderful. Everybody we have, all our guest stars. I sound really goopy, but no, I really love the show and I can't wait for everybody to see it. So yeah. we'll probably, I'm going to try and have some Hulk people on before we'll, before we premiere. Next week, we're going to have Spike and Tony on because we're going to talk about Tom and Jerry yes. again. But, uh, well, hello, lovely ladies. Are you uh, taking off? Yeah, we're going to grab all the solid stuff. Oh. It's nice to meet you. It's nice meeting you. Congratulations on everything. That looks really great. Thank you. I'm yeah. 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 Yeah, and you need this Did you have a good convention, Tricia? I had a great time. Yeah. It was a really, it was quite a, quite a blast. 
Um, did you go to any parties? Uh-huh. Um, I did a lot of oh, were you down there too? I was working. Oh, where, where were you? Flux. Oh, really? I worked there the whole weekend, and then Thursday night for the big party, I was go-go dancing. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. pro. Um, Marty, Trisha, Tina, this is Ezra, and this is Emily. They do our podcast. Hi, guys. Hi. Yeah. Ezra's our sound engineer, and uh, these are my lovely magic assistants. These, these are Missy's magic assistants uh, in, coming and leaving. Um, they are getting loaded up for our rehearsal with the choreographer tomorrow. Is all this stuff going right now? It is. Yes. It is. All right. Okay. It's going to Tina's house. house. Going to Tina's house. Wow. Can you just take the Efficiency. Um. Wednesday we get in. I had uh, they the con had gotten us train tickets. That was really nice. But we wound up actually turning them in because or at least the trip down because uh, uh, Misty had to go back the next day. She it, she wound up do, getting cast on a couple of really interesting projects. One in particular uh, that was really terrific that she had to be back on Thursday morning to do. Uh-huh. And I'll let her talk about that at a future date when she can talk about it. But. Uh, we had had a dinner scheduled with our good friends Chip Kidd and Neil Gaiman oh, that yeah. night. And Neil was a guest also. And Chip is always, he's usually a guest or he's always there promoting a new project. You know, Chip is like the best book designer ever. And it's been my pleasure to work with him on a number of occasions. We co-wrote the Batman animated book together. And he and Neil have worked together. And so it's just like kind of old home week where, you know, it's just fun, you know, and, and every, those guys are in town a lot. You know, they always come in through like on speaking engagements or uh, doing workshops or something like that. And we never see them because, and, and it's like, we'll go to New York sometimes or, um, and uh, we won't, we, we just, it, it just doesn't work out to, to see each other. But now finally we had some downtime. Neil has taken a little bit of a break uh, during doing the promotion for his book. Mm-hmm. To do like a little more scaled down promotion for his book, <laughs> yeah, and so we had a chance to uh, go to dinner, and um, and and relax a little bit, and just spend a few hours together, and it was just charming, and you know, it was one of, the, and then we wound up walking all over the city because we said let's walk down to the curb and get a cab, and before you know it, we're walking over half the city and just <laughs> chit chatting, and and uh, Misty and 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 Chip are talking, and Neil and I are talking about. Writing theories and 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 uh, our, and and our home lives and everything and uh, that wall. <laughs> well, it's just great. It's just it was it was just a lot of fun. It was, yeah. What can I say? It was just a, a tremendous fun. And uh, then uh, Misty took cool. off that night and, and drove home. You know, because wow. also the the pups have been having some health problems. Yeah. They seem to be okay now, but. They needed to be watched as they they're on medicine and, and everything. I still have to tell the story of our family reunion. It, it was in Wyoming, and I haven't touched on that yet. That I'm saving that for next week okay. or for something. It, it, I'll, I'll save it for the future because that is an, an epic of its own that we need to discuss maybe toward the end of summer. But as Comic Con oh. was just the other day, we're going over Comic Con. Well, speaking with Chip Kid and Neil Gaiman, did you uh, go to the Eisners? Uh, no, but I heard they, you know, I heard <laughs> the hot man on man action. I, I heard the, thing. I heard the, 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 the words get a room were screamed <laughs> at some point. Well, Chip's like Bugs Bunny. He'll just grab you and give you a big old kiss well, and everything. In his defense, I think it was what, Jonathan Ross was his name. I think it was all yeah. mostly his doing. So. Oh yeah. His doing and, and everything. Uh, actually, I have to punch that up. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, and everything. But, you know, it's like if you saw us in the restaurant, we probably like <laughs> huggy, kissy, huggy, kissy. You know, it's like, the, the you know, it's like, yeah. 
that's as far as I go in with that. Anyway, but uh, you know, if from what I've heard, it's like, and there are no surprises here. No, no, it was just very entertaining because the way they set it up. <laughs> yes, yes. Chip is is one of the very few men I can count on to get a great big affectionate Bugs Bunny kiss. There you go. Uh, and I don't mean to demean it or anything. He's no, just a, a wonderful guy. Yeah, I love him. And, um, uh, and, and and so we just had a really good time. And uh, Thursday, um, I'd gotten some, I'd bought some books the night before. I do my usual Comic Con thing. Mm-hmm. It's the second they let me in, I go right for the Fantagraphics table or Bud Plant. And I buy as many books as I can carry. Yeah. Oh, I was so tempted to get that Nick book by Gene Deitch. His, oh, really? Yeah, that looked really good. It's yeah. All, uh, storyboards, thank you. Storyboards oh, wow. Of the, of the old Nunnicks, all colorized and everything. is gorgeous. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. I got as many books as I could carry. I got uh, the latest Donald Duck reprint and the latest Mickey Mouse. Nice. Floyd Gottfriedson reprints. And... God, a couple of other things. We talked to Ryan North, who the really fun, the hysterical cartoonist who um, does dinosaur comics, mm-hmm. and now he's yeah. doing the Adventure Time book for uh, I oh, think Boom Comics. I didn't realize he was doing that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's perfect. He's got yeah. the perfect sense, sensibility and sense of humor for that. And all the guys from, uh, um, uh, gosh, uh, um, uh, all right, yeah, all right, you have to cut all the. And all the guys from The Least You Could Do and um, uh, what's that other thing? The Least You Could Do and uh, Looking for Group, you know, the tremendous cartoonists. Mm -hmm. And I finally got to meet them all. Misty's been working on a pilot with them for for a while. It's, you know, they're all, they were all terrific and so generous. And I wound up with stacks of books and all of this I squirreled away for my, Thursday reading and I kind of have this weird tradition and partially I think it's sort of a waste of a day but I um, it, it's sort of a way of preserving my sanity unless there's a panel I'm really compelled to see I don't go at all to the convention on Thursday oh. I stay in my room I put a do not disturb sign up and I read all the books I got on on Wednesday night nice and this time I, I kind of had to nurse my foot so I'm in there with a uh, with aspirin that I'm eating like M&M's and you know because my, I have tendonitis in the arch of my foot of all things yeah. and so I was toward the end of Wednesday night I was dragging my foot around like a badger and you know trying to get out of a trap Jeez. and um, so I let myself heal up on Thursday and then I went over to the convention late and I did buy some artwork and oh. I treated myself to some really nice a few really nice things and one of them was um, a pogo daily strip from 1971 by Walt Kelly. And it's absolutely beautiful. And the other one is a Yogi Bear Sunday strip by Gene Hazelton from 67. Oh, wow. And it's huge. It's a mammoth Sunday strip. And it's, I don't know if it's actually by Gene or, or not. I think it's a, he did a lot of the uh, pages, a lot of the, I know he was kind of running herd overseeing both the Yogi Bear and Flintstone strips that Hanna-Barbera was doing at that time although this yogi strip looks a little more like it was Willie Ito um, mm. I'm, I, I can't I can't really say for sure so Gene might have laid it out or done something or written it or, or something but I, I'm it's going to take an expert to to uh, 
to to figure out who actually uh, drew it. So we'll, I'll just leave it till uh, next time we have Mark Evanier over and he can identify for sure. Yeah, he who, probably wrote it. He, oh yeah, he probably wrote it. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it, and uh, Dan Spiegel actually drew it, and uh, it was inked by Jet Kirby. Uh, oddly enough, you know, everybody kind of worked on this one. Uh, and the, the thing is, like as ridiculous as it sounds, uh, um, uh, he he would probably be right. But anyway, that that's something I'd like to see reprinted is the. Um, Hanna-Barbera comic yeah. strips. They've never been reprinted as far as I know, or at least not in... I do remember... Wait a minute, I'll take that back. I do remember seeing a pocketbook reprint of... I think they were the Flintstone strips years ago, but nothing no, nothing archival, I think, has ever been printed with uh, the Yogi or um, um, uh, Flintstone strips. Anyway, so the, those were my two big purchases. Very and... Cool. What else did I do? Uh, Stefan Rue, he was there sharing a table with Art Adams and Bruce Tim. You know, some real heavyweights there as far as uh, drawing goes. Yeah, he's and... a nice guy. We got to finally meet him. Oh, good, yeah, good. He was really nice. He was really nice to Emily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stefan or Bruce or both? Stefan. Stefan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've only heard him, uh, you know, through the, you know, conversations you guys had and seeing his work come in periodically, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. What else went on? Uh Cosplayers were were just everywhere, man. I, I, they, <laughs> yeah. They're absolutely fantastic. They're um, actually uh, we'd gotten a a, te- a pass for our our pal. We mentioned every episode. Scott adds it, mm-hmm. who uh, wanted to come to Comic Con this year, and huh. was not able to come because he's shooting a movie with Bill Murray, and they changed the location to shoot on him, so he Aww. had to work that weekend. So he. Um, uh, so he was not able to go, which explains why Rashi was seen wearing a badge that said, I am Scott Adzit, and running around and <laughs> you know, lobbing water balloons and trying to soap down people. Anyway, um, but uh, I did take a, pic- a number of pictures of the cosplayers and then emailed them home to Scott and Misty and a bunch of other folks. Loved that Ida Red. That Ida Red. That, oh, boy, there was yeah. a girl who dressed up like Ida Red. Perfect costume. Yeah, we and posted her on our Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the uh, she had that forty style curly hair and 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 everything and the mm-hmm. and the whole attitude. She was great, and it's just nice knowing that people um, like Mutant Texas uh, yeah. still and, and are bugging me to do more. Here's a weird thing, and and I, I'm gonna digress for a few seconds, and it, and I hope it doesn't sound like I'm dumping on fandom or anything because I'm really not. But um, I found this kind of interesting that. Um, on Twitter, I, there are a lot of followers who are always asking me about Tower Prep. And we've had people ask, you know, questions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is now a lot of people in the Middle East are, are tweeting me. And I think what's happening is the show is shown in various places all over the world. It ignites a new fan base. And then I hear from people. So at one yeah. point I was hearing from folks in Australia. And then it was Portugal. And then it was, now it's the Middle East. And I think that when it shows in different countries then we get different fans but you know here's here's the one thing that i it wasn't found this distressing as much as it was just sort of interesting was there was no absolutely no and i mean none fan presence for tower prep at comic-con at all and i was a guest and i was interviewed and here's the other thing was I, i was interviewed three or four times for major media outlets Mm-hmm. And I did three panels, and I did two signings, and it's sort of like this year I was sort of expecting with all the you know with all the noise I've been hearing about it online, like somebody would say something you know or would show up in person or something, 
And it's like, you know, nope, there were no cosplayers. Like nobody had gotten a red hoodie and put yeah. a, you know, black tee on it or anything like that. Nobody had said, hey, how's in your guapo or anything like that. I took questions at every panel and there was like, it, it, it was, it was like, you know, it just doesn't exist. It, you know, the fandom I think is only online or maybe it's overseas, but domestic fandom for it is like, maybe it's just come and gone, you know, and the time for it is, has long passed, but I, I was kind of expecting something. And then I heard, you know, like did, has Tower Prep ever, and I asked some friends of mine to go to all the Cartoon Network panels and I said, has Cartoon Network ever been mentioned? Has Tower Prep ever been mentioned at any panel in the last few years? Like, Somebody has asked, is it ever coming back or anything? And we said, there's been absolutely no mention of it at all. So it's sort of like, I think pretty much the fandom is overseas or, you know, silent and at this point. So that, that sort of put the final nail in Tower Prep fandom, as, you know, at least on a domestic level. Because, yeah. you know, nobody asked me about it. Like newspapers were going down every aspect of my career and they're saying... What can you tell us about the new Tom and Jerry? Or who's the cast for the Hulk? Or anything like that. Will you be back writing Batman at some point? And, you know, the one, actually, I asked an interviewer and said, I've done the show Tower Prep. And he said, I don't, what was that? And it's like the blanket of silence wow. on Cartoon Network, you know, kind of did the work. But that was sort of like. Oh, well, again, I feel like uh, all these uh, international locations are probably getting a chance to play more often than Cartoon Network ever. Oh, they, of course, they, if they have it, if they run so, it twice, you yeah, know, then, so. then they can they can hook up with it. So hey. it's interesting. No English speaking. Well, Australia, uh, they sort of speak English. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, not kidding, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, I don't think they. I, I think they've kind of kept it away from Canada and England, where they actually like shows about boarding schools. Because yeah. Whatever, whatever. But anyway, um, it was just sort of like, I, I, I did kind of expect to get a question or two about it. And it was like, nothing. Oh, well. Oh, shame. Nobody asked me about the Ewoks either. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no, I take that back. Someone did. Someone oh, really? said, are you ever going to go back and do Ewoks? And for George Lucas, and I said, I don't know if he calls wow. me, maybe. So, you know, anyway. But, uh, um but other than that, uh, you know, fans were absolutely great, uh, you know, and they wonderful people for every signing. And uh, and every time somebody brought me a copy of Mutant Texas or Jingle Bell, and there are quite a few of them. Yeah. I was, you know, happy to sign it and, you know, chit chat about it and stuff like that. Uh, the, the high point for me, you know, I, I did not expect this at all was um, uh, the idea. For my spotlight panel, they gave me an Inkpot Award. That was amazing. And I was so happy for you, man. I mean, I was just stunned. I, I, I immediately, I burst into tears. It was like I was back doing a Kevin Smith podcast. Suddenly, it's mm -hmm. Batman on Batman. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's very beautiful. But no, really, I really, Gary Sassaman gave it to me, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe it because I thought these were guys who had. You gave those to guys who had important careers, like you know, like you get, you know, Walt Kelly gets one, Milton yeah. Kniff gets one. I don't get one because you know I'm still I'm still out there slugging, but or you know, but I was honored to get it. And actually, there is a daily paper that comes out during Comic Con, mm -hmm. and I was thumbing through it before my panel, and I saw that Bruce had gotten one, and I was going like, wow. "Good for him! Nice. Like he really deserves it because he's out there, you know. And not only does he produce all this stuff, he's out there drawing it, and he's mm -hmm. really you know in charge. So if anybody gets it, it, should be him, you know. And and I was very happy to see that he'd gotten it. And then when the, I got one, I was sort of like. Oh no, man! This is really awesome, and it, and it's it's 
it's as important to me as anything I've, 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 I've been, you know, lucky enough to win, but it, it's, it means somehow more because this, when I first went to Comic-Con in 75, those were like legendary guys like Kirby wow. and Stan Lee and yeah. Bob Clampett and, and uh, Sergio Aragones and, and uh, all and the guys up and coming at the time were like, you know, uh, Steve Gerber and Mark Evanier, you know, folks, uh, you know, who've, who've gone on to have, you know, tremendous careers doing this stuff. And, and, uh, and just to be in the same room with them was, was kind of awe-inspiring. And then they, and then to find out, you know, this award is from the convention that I've loved so many years, you know, as a kind of a thank you to me. It's yeah. like, I, it was kind of, uh, overcome, you know, it was kind of overcome. And it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, the little guy holding the uh, the award. So, <laughs> I I think it's wonderful. I I guess it means I I, I don't ever have to go back either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, in my humble opinion, it is well deserved. Thank and you. You uh, you deserve to be amongst all those others. Well, thank you very really much. I, I don't know about that, but uh, I was <laughs> I was happy to get it. And Rashi sure seems to enjoy cracking walnuts with it. So <laughs> indeed. Um, and then we uh, Sunday we showed Tom and Jerry's uh, giant adventure. And did you did you go did you run that? No, that, unfortunately that was when we had to get out of town. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. you left before that. Yeah, I really really wanted to see it. I was looking forward to it honestly. We had a full house, and oh, you know it's really interesting. It, I was watching the crowd much more than I was watching the the movie. Um, it was mostly kids and their parents. Good. And they were sitting there, and the kids were quiet throughout the whole thing and i think you know there's quiet because they've fallen asleep or they're bored or there's uh quiet because they're really into it and they were they were enthralled they were watching it with their parents and you know it's got a fair amount of slapstick and you know traditional cartoon mayhem and everything but i think what it is is the movie starts on this kind of very bittersweet note and it kind of uh draws you in at that point like really i hadn't really expected this to be kind of uh a little bit sweet and sad at the beginning. And then, of course, the cat and mouse show up and start to murder each <laughs> other. And then, uh, but uh, it, I think if you set the tone like that, it kind of, you know, it's more of a story and the kid is invested and the, and the parents were invested in the story and we had some guys coming up at the end and these were sort of like hardcore Looney Tune fans and they were saying, man, I, you won me over and I really was kind of expecting to hate this. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> it's like great. well thank you and also why did you come <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> it's like but it's like some people you know hey I, I, I would show up out of love for the character to watch it yeah. even though i thought oh it's not going to be so good but just, if anything just to watch the characters run around but people came up and they were real complimentary and some of them even said well they why are you guys not doing looney tunes and it's like, <laughs> you guys should do a looney tunes movie next yeah. and it's like man i i absolutely agree with you i would love yeah. to so it was it was nice watching the reaction and and seeing that it played out and that the gags and the songs for the most part worked pretty well and uh, and stuff like that. So um, it was great. So that was the big day, and I you know, took the uh, train back and uh, dead tired and exhausted, but happy. And here we are the next after a day or two, <laughs> yeah. licking our wounds and looking forward to next year. Yeah, exactly. Although I, I'm thinking actually I'll take next year off. Yeah, Misty never never buys it, but uh, <laughs> and I, and I probably won't. But the thing is, I, I was actually thinking that I had such a good time this year, and uh, maybe next year I'll go down for a day or what, so. What are they going to do? Give you another ink pot? 
Well, <laughs> it's like by my reckoning, I'm not going to be a guest there for a good other yeah. seven or eight years. And uh, but um, you know, I did I did have a good time. The panels I did were a lot of fun. I uh, hung out on and as a fan mostly on Mark Evanier's uh, honoring Walt Kelly panel. Oh, yeah. So it was Mark and was Jeff Smith and okay. And uh, actually, David Silverman, who's a terrific director of The Simpsons, was in the audience, and he was kind of like tossing questions back and forth. And Andre. so we decided then and there, next year, he's on the panel. And I told Mark last night, I want to be in, I'm in the audience next year because <laughs> I want you to get all these, if all these great cartoonists are showing up in the audience to listen to us talk, I'd rather hear them talk and tell their memories of Walt Kelly or how he inspired them. Yeah. So next year, I'm sure we'll have an even bigger panel. Uh, for uh, Pogo um, and uh, with with a lot more interesting uh, cartoonists on the on the panel. Although it was great being on the panel with Jeff Smith, he's such a wonderful guy, very warm hearted and generous. And and uh, we talked at length about the MGM characters and nice. and Pogo and everything. And Mark, you know, of course, put on a great show and everything. So it was a, it was a win all the way around. I liked it, except uh, was away from the pups too long yeah. and. Uh, Always nice coming home to them. So I have the wrap it up. I have the last question sign for Misty. Standing <laughs> up the side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, so if I've left anything out, I'm sure we'll pick it up next week because we're going to have Spike and Tony on and we can go into a little bit more about what we did at the show and maybe Misty will have a few things to share about what she did there too. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. This has been another episode of Radio Rashi. If you've enjoyed this episode, let everyone know by leaving a review in the iTunes store. It's a great way to help others find us. You can also leave comments on RadioRashi.com, Facebook.com forward slash Radio Rashi, or follow us on Twitter at Radio Rashi or at Paul underscore Dini to leave us questions. Thanks for listening and tell your friends. Radio Rashi.